At Sport Clips Haircuts, they hairdo like no one else hair does. That's because not only is it the home of the champion haircuts, but they also made relaxing and unwinding the name of the game. With the MVP haircut experience, your haircut gets turned up a notch. That's because the MVP is more than just a haircut. It's a spa day for your hair follicles. It's a seven pressure point massaging shampoo along with perfectly steamed hot towel all while sports plays on TV. You can want it all and have it all at Sport Clips. It's a game changer. You're listening to Comedy Central. Hi, I'm Dan Soder. And I'm Big J. Okerson. And you're listening to the best of the bonfire. Stay tuned to hear some of our favorite moments from this week. You can listen to the bonfire live every Monday through Thursday from 6 to 8 p.m. on Comedy Central Radio, Sirius XM 95, or on demand on the Sirius XM app. Also, be sure to follow us on all social media at The Bonfire SXM. Hey, it's Black Lou, and welcome to The Bonfire's Best of the Week. Dan Soder had a life-imitating art moment recently when a beloved drop we play on the show slipped out at a very intimate moment. Dude, I, uh, thanks to this fucking show and that drop, I was getting intimate with my girlfriend, and I said, I fucking love it. And she started laughing. Oh, yeah. She goes, dude, I can't. She goes, it's done. Did you mean to say I fucking yeah, love it? Yeah, dude. I, I was It's genuine. actually one of your call-outs? I, did, I said it. I just said it. I go, I fucking love it. And she just started, like, you know a blurt laugh? <laughs> yeah. She was like, bah! I was like, all right. Christine, I've certainly- Neither of us have ever exclaimed, I fucking love it, ever. It seems like a weird I, I don't thing to think, say. Yeah, I don't think it's a weird thing to say. I fucking loved it. <laughs> you guys have ever said, I fucking love it? No. Yeah. All right, well, fucking, you guys don't love it. I've never it. asked. Yeah, I, I, hate I, it. I Yeah, I've never been like, are you enjoying me having sex with you right no, now? I don't think it was. I fucking love it. I think there was I a, fucking love it. I think there was a lead-in. I think there was a lead-in statement. Like, oh, you're. You're. you're yeah, do you like it? No, your pussy is so wet, I fucking love it. <laughs> that was the same. That's the most intimate I've ever pictured you in my entire life. <laughs> I know you. I, 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 I'm, you said I'm almost. Pussy? I know you. Got, I don't know what I said. I'm just I know don't... you got a big wiener. I know you've been with hot chicks. I know you fucked in your life for sure. But that's the first time I think I've ever pictured your your little butt bobbing up and down. <laughs> And then, uh, and then you go, you're supposed to be so wet, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Your voice has to be daunting on a first time, the first time you hook oh, up. Oh, fuck. Because yeah. you're getting also like, yeah. you're getting sex moans I have too. To so your deep voice is going deep. You're exactly. I, I got to whisper. Oh, now you have to oh cut, boy. You have to keep the bass out till about a uh, third time. Yeah, I love it. There you go. This feels very good. <laughs> this feels incredibly good. Change your register. Oh, and you go, your pussy's so wet, I love it. <laughs> and then when you go, I just hear something about the car. <laughs> you don't say that. You don't say that. You don't fucking say that. Yeah, well, it's ruined. <laughs> it's ruined. So I hope you guys are happy. It's so fucking funny. done. I fucking love it. I don't think I've ever exclaimed those words. Well, I guess... Well, I get you. Know, I mean, to say, <laughs> to say I, like, I never I like have. my lady's brand. <laughs> to, say, to say I never have is probably wrong, but it just like I'm trying to think of the situation where you say that. Somebody, it's not that I don't fucking uh, that I fucking love it when we're fucking, Christine. At all, I, I love it very much. I'm just saying you. I couldn't imagine saying yeah, I fucking, fucking love it. Love it. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it's, uh, but do you ask him? Do you love it? 
She didn't ask me if she loved me. No, she didn't ask. But in the clip, he asked. Oh, yeah. She She didn't ask me at all. I volunteered all talking. (laughs) (laughs) I was was writer, director, and star of that fucking shit line. It's a funny, you get on top the first time with a girl and just like bull between your legs and you just go, I'm a chatty Kathy. Start start pounding. Heads up. I'm a squawk. I'm a talk talk fucker. (laughs) No, but I have that that joke in my special, but it's true. It was like, I really did fuck a girl one time and she goes, oh boy we got a talker <laughs> that's a hundred percent a real thing and we were like talking shit all night like up to it you know we like f- like flirt shit talking and then i was like oh i bet she's great in bed and then i was like i when she said that i was like hey <laughs> we got a chat and talker. then i just and then i just fucking uh quadriplegic breathed the rest of the time we fucked <laughs> where i was just like <laughs> <laughs> trying not to talk are you organically a talker yeah dude you talk a lot when you fuck i'm a, I'm a talker I'm a chatty, chatty bird. It's hilarious. I think Metzger's a talker, which is weird. Yeah, dude. I don't know what it is. It's just I like start. I like to start gumming. <laughs> I, I, talk, I talk a little. Yeah. I talk a little, but I don't need to talk the whole time. For sure. I, I don't talk the whole time. That's why you talk nonstop. There we are. Probably about 400 more pumps away. I know. Here come my... Probably about 400 here, more pumps. Here somewhere in that range. Here come off my pants. I am somewhat hard. So the light lifting will be for you to get me all the way there. You know, put it in your mouth, maybe. You can put it in your mouth. You can jostle around your hands you go, a little Dan, bit. Whatever works. Dan, can you stop instruction dirty talking? <laughs> hey, Dan, you're not calling a game right now? I go, and we're at the top of the <laughs> fuck... <laughs> Good job. Let's take it over to the bed, huh? All right. She's doing some light neck kissing. <laughs> Squeezed it over the pants. Gotta get it ready to Squeeze pull it, it out. Pants. Gave me a little bit of a Sarah Connor one hand <laughs> hand job. Yeah, dude. Uh, I felt like, but she, the way she laughed made me love her more. Oh, like, yeah. The fact that she, like, didn't be like, oh, like, not laugh. You know what I mean? Just her being like, ah! she's like yeah. she just fucking right in my face was like, dude, you fucking said it. And I was like, oh, no. And she was like, you said it. It really, I un... You can I un- no longer love it. I unhooked. <laughs> I got, I, I pulled out. It was like, no, I did You had to reset. I had to reset. I had to totally reset my brain. I had to do some light kissing. You go, your pussy's so wet. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> your pussy's so wet. It's terrific. <laughs> your pussy's so wet. It's spectacular. I need alt lines now. <laughs> I fucking enjoy it. <laughs> yes. She goes, now you're doing Brody <laughs> Now I feel like I'm fucking a dead guy. I'm like, ah, shit. Hey, Cambers, it's Black Lou again. Khalees Hawkins was our guest on Tuesday and talked about growing up with sleep paralysis. Also, Dan revealed that his mom, Trish, started him on the road to being a swinger at a very young age. Dealing with heartache at one point, you started yes. watching horror movies by yourself. Mike, what, did you live by yourself? Yes. At that time? That's Because I still will not, at night in a hotel room, or at night if Christine's not there, no. I would never watch a horror movie by myself, at, in the dark by myself. Do you have nightmares? I don't think so. I used to have sleep paralysis. Really? So I, Consistently? I don't even like to be at home by myself ever. So this was a big step for me to watch horror movies. How, how often did you get sleep paralysis? Um, almost nightly. That's why I always keep a man in bed. Wow, <laughs> what right. is it? Well, you see you wake up and like can't move? Yeah, you wake up, you can't move. You feel like there's something in the room, either standing over you or staring at you from across the room. Yeah, He's I had nodding. The... No, it's I had black it. People I... Problem. Well, well, black, Lou, you get, <laughs> black Lou, you get sleep paralysis a lot? I get it at least twice a month, and we call it the hag. What's mm-hmm. you look up the hag, mm-hmm. that's like another slang terminology or term for it. Yeah. The hag. The really? succubus, the hag, yeah. aliens. I, I didn't I've say aliens, a, but... I've, uh, I, well, I described them one time when I was 
me and Fenoyo, I just hadn't slept in like days traveling yeah. from like, it was like three nights, three different places, flying all of them. And I told you the last time I, I woke up, or I, I never thought I went to sleep. I laid down and like closed my eyes, and I guess I was asleep, but I remember thinking that Fenoya, Mike Fenoya had come in the room, and he was trying to scare me, and I and I wanted to sit up and tell him, like, I know you're in here, dude. But none of this was happening. Right. My eyes were open, though, and I wanted to sit up, and, tell, and I couldn't sit up, and I couldn't talk. My mouth wouldn't move, in my, and I... It was like I was frozen in place, but it was like 30 seconds, which so was terrifying. That's one version of it. Like, I used to have it so often that I would see something in the room and it would turn into somebody I know. Like, Whoa. it was trying to trick me. Whoa. I remember wow. when I first moved to Brooklyn. That's sleep paralysis? Yeah. It's all kind of things. It's like. Do you ever shop at like a lot of vintage stores where you might have bought in like a <laughs> cursed fucking chest or something? Yes. Do you have any, yeah, I know. Yeah, do you have any curio that might be haunted? Yeah. What kind of accoutrements did you have that might be fucking carrying There's demonic? so many different explanations. Like it could be stress or it could be actual. Like the mythology is where I like to go. I like to wonder if it's sure. a spirit or a ghost or some kind of interdimensional visitor. Do you believe that possibly to be the answer? Why not? I mean, there's and how a lot can of you, things. And you how can see. you watch? Horror. I watch horror movies with the full. I have to cut, keep going because, of course, none of this is possibly real. Well, so go on. So I couldn't watch things if I thought there were ghosts. And also, here is a terrifying, like haunting story. I wouldn't be all right with that. Something that Cleese said is sometimes it's like visitors or aliens or whatever. And I'm just thinking about if I were an alien, would you and not I come had, still? I would. Would you visit me? <laughs> I would adore come. A of all. B of we, all. We're here for your come. Uh, take me to your come. <laughs> take me to your come, That's, Lord. Take me to your that come. is a version. It's called a succubus, and they'll come and they'll like try to like molest you. Weird. What? Yeah, incubus succubus. Incubus. Incubus is just a hot band from the early 2000s. Yeah, that guy can get my cum anytime he wants. Come get Brandon some. Boyd. Hey, Brandon, I'll leave the window open. <laughs> How do you do wet? Take my cum. <laughs> uh, but I'm, my point being, if I were an alien, maybe I would just come and visit these stupid humans. I have a theory about it. That's why alien abductions, if it's true, this is mythology. That's okay. why nobody sees it. It's because it's interdimensional. They're just... Yeah. They're invisible. Yeah, they can just And so maybe they're abducting your soul. Weird. Not your body. That's too much to pro. Well, I'd wake up and be frozen if I believed any of these things also. Yeah. <laughs> Jay's not going to be able to sleep for a week now. What? I have to come up with Christine theories. Christine, punch me in the face so I know no one took my soul? <laughs> Honestly, what you're saying, that kind of fear, I get that fear. Remember when in uh, Nightmare on Elm Street, he grabbed through the waterbed? Mm-hmm. I watched that and I I don't know why my mom was trying to turn me into like a young swinger but I had a fucking waterbed when I was like six <laughs> when I was like six dude waterbed fucking blows dude. <laughs> dude they suck was it child size or was it like a hand-me-down no like it, was, queen bed? it was like a, I think it like it was like a this thing's a full-size waterbed dude it's a queen you had a queen for nah, sure nah man I had like a full I had like a full-size waterbed that exists. I, it was a child's waterbed. <laughs> was it? Yeah, it was a child's waterbed. Children child... loved waterbeds. That was a thing. Did it you have sucked. money? It's no. awful. Well, then that's a hand-me-down. Yeah, I don't know. We just got a fucking waterbed, and was it... it one of those ones that actually squishes, or just like one of those ones that barely moves? And no, no point? it was like barely you... move would be the best. That would yeah. be way better than the. There's no point. No, it was the one where it was uncomfortable to get up because the water would be moving. <laughs> you can hear it. Yeah. You're just like yeah. At some point, if you you could put your elbow down and touch the wood through the through the. Honestly, I was the water. I think my I was raised by it's such alcohol. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, it was filled with cum. Oh, a boy can dream in a bar's dream. She oh. judged it for yeah. you. Oh, you're sleeping on That's a mom water cum. bed. <laughs> my mom goes. That's filled with mama's cum. 
You sleep better because it's on Mama's Warm Come. <laughs> on Wednesday, Jay and guest host Joe DeRosa welcomed Ralph Sutton and Justin Silver to the studio. Ralph talked about a vulnerable moment in his life which triggered similar memories for Jay and Joe. This just happened a couple months ago, and I was walking home from a restaurant and had a shit really badly. And I got to 10th and A and mumbled to myself, well, I guess this is happening. And I just fucking totally shit my pants. Just hammered it. Hammered like, I'm doing it. it. The only reason why oh. I was wearing I shorts. I wish I could see the picture of your like your your jaunty steps leading up to me. Like, like hep, hep, <laughs> oh. hep, hep, Dude. hep. The only reason why wish- shit didn't go everywhere was I had dumb shorts on that had like the little cuffs on them. <sighs> and it was holding the shit in. When I still... Wait. What did you do? I just, it was a complete... He went on a date, walking. dude. Still got laid. <laughs> yeah, but where do you get... Uh, thank God was walking home. I was only a block from my house. So you get home and, and you I, have... I, I yeah, Jacob wants to know the next thing to do. He wants to know if you if you like burned your legs where off. Where do you... I went into the bathroom. <laughs> into the shower? Right? I took... At first, you I maybe like still... a, We can be considered an acid bath of some yeah. sort? <laughs> I still had to shit a little bit, so I went and sat on the toilet. Shit was everywhere. Did you look at... You could see the it inside of your pants? everywhere. Then I brought all my clothes with me into to the shower and stood there for about an hour just getting rid of everything then oh bleached the shit out of my whole bathroom and all that time I was still Did you get also, rid of the pants? I got rid of the underwear but I love those shorts so I just cleaned them and kept you the kept shorts. shorts. I should have a pair of shorts one week uh, when I lived in Queens after playing basketball and then I did clean them the next week, Kurt Metzger stayed at my house, and he went with us when we played basketball, but he said he couldn't play because he didn't have shorts. Mm-hmm. I let him wear the shorts after they were cleaned, and then I swear, I'm not kidding in any way, in the middle of that day, he shit my shorts. Oh. <laughs> those are, those are a, a week later- Magical traveling <laughs> yeah, shorts. Yeah. A week later, two people shit the same <laughs> yeah, shorts. There's a hex on those shorts. <laughs> I never wore them again. The, uh, uh, did you didn't keep no. them after that? There's no way. No, after the Kurt shit, no, I won't. Yeah, that would be yeah, it. Yeah, that was it. When someone else shits your pants, yeah. it's time to get rid of those pants. When I still lived in L.A., it was the most hungover I've ever been in my life. I, 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 it was a Sunday, and I lived five, a five-minute drive uh, from the grocery store, and I laid on my couch all day. I was so sick and hungover, and at 9 p.m., I was like, you have to get up and get food. This is a disgrace. So I drive to the grocery store. I get there. I'm like, I kind of got to pee, but I can hold it. I go get the stuff I'm going to get. I check out. I get in my car. I'm like, man, I really got to pee. So I start driving home, like five minutes, five minutes. All of a sudden, like that, I'm like, I have to shit. I have to immediately shit. It was so bad. I pulled over. It was Sunday night, so that everything was closed in the shopping center I pulled into on my way home. I went behind a bank, and I dropped trowel and, and squatted made a deposit. in the mulch. Yeah, where the bushes were, and dude, I'm talking one push. Oh my push. god, dude, one push, and a perfect oh my god. meatloaf came oh. out and just landed on the ground like this mound of shit, dude. It was disgusting, and I was like, oh god, man, somebody's gonna have to clean this up tomorrow, but it's not my problem. <laughs> so I pull my pants back up, I get in the car, but I couldn't wipe, so I'm driving now. Ass pinched. Ass pinched and lifted off the off seat, the seat oh, wow. because I can't sit. And then I shit again uh, as I'm pants? driving. Because, yeah, more came. Uh, and then I get home. And answer it was, the loaf? Yeah, dude. A couple leftover meatballs? <laughs> yeah. And I came and I had to. I had. I lived in a building that had a parking garage. So I had to get into through the gates, drive to the garage, get out of the car, go to the elevator, go Jesus. upstairs, walk through the... Finally got in the bathroom. Anybody in those elevators with you? No. Thank, thank God. God. Uh, pulled my pants down, got on the toilet to make sure nothing else was coming. And just a, my, I remember looking at my underwear, and there, it looked like there was just a, 
Like it was like a maxi pad of shit. Oh god! <laughs> Just in the cradle. It was so disgusting. It was so. That's why I was disgusting. Like, I could have been so much worse if I was like in Midtown and I shit my. What the fuck was I? What would I have done? Just I don't even get know. To feed it. Oh, I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll lay on my belly across the back of a cab <laughs> and get home. By I'll the like, way, don't ask questions. I'm laying like this. By the way, I went to the bank. I went back to the bank the next day with my dog, and I looked in the mulch. It was gone. No. Not a, not a trace, dude. Christine's got a story of one of her friends taking a dump like on a subway platform. It's kind of hot. No, it wasn't a sub, but we had to like rush out. She thought she was going to shit her pants on the train. We like rushed out right on the first stop out in Brooklyn and like she just found like a grassy knoll. Oh, I thought it was like in the station. No, no, no. Oh. Yeah, there goes Jay's fantasy. Can I, uh... well, now I got a whole new way to jerk off to it. <laughs> that brings up a good something I was thinking about today. Yes, Professor. It's like a proliferation, it feels like, at least on the N and W line of homeless guys in the cars. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking how you have to live in denial because one time they're they're in the car, they've crapped their pants and they're laying on the on the subway car. Mm-hmm. They get up and leave and then a hot girl will come in with a smoking hot dress and just sit there. Yeah. That's called equilibrium, dude. That's how you even out the world. It evens out the universe. That's right, you sexy bitch. Now you got bum shit on your fucking pants. <laughs> I mean, these are the thoughts I'm having. That's right. I don't want to fuck you now, you dumb slut. <laughs> you got the sense to not sit in shit. <laughs> yeah, you just sit in bum shit over there, you moron. That's how it nice is. Nice dress, you fucking tard. I mean, you'd like to think in your head there, the cleaning crew comes in. What, every hour? That's oh, dude, not totally. the case. Yeah, dude, totally. What are you talking about? Do you ever call concierge and ask them to come in and clean exactly. the train? Hey, it's DJ Lou, the white one. On this week's Lost Tapes, the fellas watched Love After Lockup. And then they got sidetracked and Dan told a story about why he is a trout in his love life. And then they got sidetracked and called me a bad editor. Here's the fucking clip. This girl, like, smoking hot. I swear I've told this story on the show before, but who gives a shit? Uh, she would, like, take the tickets for the comedy club, and I, like, showed up to do open mic, and I'm like, who are you? You know, and she's like, hey, my name's... Ticket taker. My name's Jenna. I do blow bangs. Yeah. <laughs> it's she like, like, like someone who thinks an angel, like, God, I love you so much. She goes, I'll suck off anyone who works here. She goes, do you want to watch me shit? Go, Excuse me? I wanted to make a life with Sometimes you. Sometimes guys want to watch me shit. Dude, this is the girl that I told you about that I had the signed Coheed and Cambria poster and went out to L.A. And then I drove back with it in the same seat because she never picked up my call when she moved to L.A. She just, I mean, strung me along. Dude, young Dan Soder could get, call me a fish. Call me the trout because I could get strung along. Two girls strung me along in like a seven-year span. Deep, didn't fuck deep, either one. Deep of them. road trips. Didn't involved? kiss. Didn't kiss. I kissed one of the two. That was it. Yeah. One of them always messages me when I go back to Denver. I brought that up last time I worked Comedy Works, and she's like, "I just wonder what my life would have been like with you." It's like, bitch, you had six year shot, and you always turned me down. Now you slang it hard, dude. But the one that worked at the comedy club disappeared. Didn't talk to me. Uh, we were like friends on MySpace. I tried writing her a message. She just fucking cold-shouldered me. My Comedy Central half hour comes out. I get a very random message on Facebook from her. And she's like, what's up, dork? Like trying to have that like fun energy again. And you're like, fuck you. I was at the Sacramento Punchline. I remember, it was the first time I ever worked at Sacramento Punchline. I'm like, man, fuck you. I just had that intense, like, yeah. I was still smoking cigarettes. I just remember going outside of that hotel and being like... Man, fuck! What the fuck? Like doing that conversation with yourself, like you're talking to them. We're like, oh, now you want to come up and say what's up? And I was just back in love with you. No idea, so, by the way, that everyone can hear you because you're that hotel's an apartment complex for yeah. some reason. So the guy in fucking. 
204 just hearing me fucking <laughs> yeah. bitch out a girl that I've never spoke that I haven't spoke to in fucking nine years so she uh, she's like messaging me on Facebook and then at first I was angry and then I was like I wanna see what this bitch wants like let's just see what's going on I'm like how's your life and she's Money. like Money <laughs> Dude swear to god she's like I'm like how's your life going she's like Ugh. Well, it was good, but like, just broke up with my boyfriend, and it sucks, and like, whatever. Like, you know, we have kids together, and I'm like, how old are you? I'm kids. Like, how old are your kids? And she's like, oh my god, my little prince, like the apple of my eye, is three years old, and I just had a daughter who's two months old, and I was like, two months old? Yeah, but like, my pussy's fine. But just <laughs> she reacted like, yeah, what's up? You want to hang out sometime? You're like. No. You want to eat my butt? They sleep heavy. Yeah. I don't care. We're at the 12-hour cycle. You can take me to Pound Town and the baby won't even know. <laughs> yeah. If my gash is too loose, you can just pound my shit or I don't I give was a just, fuck. My prince, my prince sleeps pretty across the apartment. She goes, he, lives, he has to live with my mom. <laughs> the state ordered it. Yeah, yeah, but it really was the thing where I was like, you, that's impressive. That's impressive that you just take a shot and be like, hey, you want to back in my life? Here's a three-year-old and a two-month-old baby. That's how much you pined that she thought she had a shot. <laughs> Dude, I was up her butt. I had the guy. I got friend. her a fake ID. I had my roommate's girlfriend go to the fucking DMV. Wow. And comb her hair a certain way and get an identification card so this girl could fucking drink underage. Damn. Don't yeah. ever admit that again. I mean, I didn't do anything. I think it's it's, it's a weird kind of crime. <laughs> I didn't do nothing. You can't implicate me. You just said I organized the entire thing. Well, good. Where's your proof? <laughs> this recording. Well, you know what? Edit. I'm, I'm, I'm disbarred. Last you guys time you just got disbarred. I just got disbarred. By the way, last time we were supposed to edit something out, Lou didn't edit out something. No, I did. No, you didn't. I because did. no, because my girlfriend goes, "Who is supposed to edit the thing out about the SoundCloud rapper?" And I go, "Lou." And she goes, "Well, he didn't because I listened to it." And she goes, "And on the show, Jay goes, you might want to edit that out." <laughs> and I go, "Edit that out." And then, uh, and then I just go to my girlfriend's house, and she goes, "Hey, who edits your stuff out on your show?" And I go, "Why?" And DJ goes, Lou, he never misses. Yeah, she goes, "Well, he does Hi. not like you." And I go, what do you mean? And she goes, "Because you brought up so and so, the SoundCloud rapper." I was like. And immediately my face fell out. I was like, oh no, oh no, oh no. She goes, that was sure shit in the episode. And I was like, whoops. Hey, this is Big J Okerson, and I hope you enjoyed this week's Best of the Bonfire. You can listen to the show live every Monday through Thursday from 6 to 8 p.m. Eastern on Comedy Central Radio, Sirius XM 95, or on demand on the Sirius XM app. Be sure to follow us on social media, at the Bonfire SXM. This has been a Comedy Central podcast. At Metro, get an iPhone 12 with 5G and a dual camera system for $99.99. Take amazing pictures and share them instantly. And don't put up with life's yada yada. Yada yada. Like photo bombers. Zoom, crop out, yada yada, and bye. You don't take yada yada in life, don't take yada yada from your wireless provider. Get iPhone 12 with 5G with no activation fees and not a yada yada. Only at Metro by T-Mobile. Switch Metro, bring your ID. This offer isn't available for customers currently at T-Mobile or that have been with Metro in the past 180 days.